Hey there, and welcome to the show this week. Okay, you guys, it, <laughs> I mentioned in the last few weeks that I have actually quit my nine to five. So I have like two and a half-ish, three more weeks of work. And it's just insane. I mentioned I'm going back to school. So it's like right now I'm full-time student, full-time nine to five, full-time business. <laughs> so um, definitely lots going on. But I wanted to share with you something because I got into a, an amazing online community as a guest speaker recently. And one of the things that came up in one of these conversations that I was lucky to participate in is the question around what to do when your family does or doesn't support you. Like, it doesn't even have to be family, though. Like, if you have um, your your colleagues or your circle of friends, just people in your life who either actively don't support you or sort of hmm, passively don't support you, because they're like, well, always sort of planting that seed of doubt, or the people who think they're being helpful, but actually, it's not helping at all. <laughs> like, we we all have those people. And it just, it jogged my memory that the third show, first of all, we're, we're like 50 something shows in now, which is crazy to me. Um, I'm so proud. But um, the third show that I did was about exactly this topic. And I went back to prepare a show for you today. And the the content, I, would, I wouldn't change a word. I would recommend it exactly even a year later um, with, with everything my business has gone through and just everything that's gone on, COVID, all of it. I wouldn't change a word of um, what I had said uh, about actually over a year ago now. So what I wanted to do is just take this advice, dust it off <laughs> and drop it back in again, because I think it's really important as we come out of COVID, as you're working on getting your your businesses up and running, especially if you're side hustling, oh man, oh man, that support could make or break you. Um and that also in part depends on how much credence you give to what people say. But I saw an interesting thing on Instagram from my friend Desola Davis, who was actually on the show. And it said, you don't have to do this alone. Ask someone to hold up the mirror while you adjust your crown. And, you know, relating to a business bestie. And um, I just, that really struck me um, and it made me want to come here today and just make sure that I gave this advice. So this episode is dedicated to all of you side hustlers out there, of course, and always, but especially to those um, special group of the, 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 the special group of entrepreneurs who brought up this conversation in my life recently about what having a supportive network looks like. So without further ado, here is from the vault, my advice on how to handle naysayers and unsupportive people in your side hustle journey. Here we go. Welcome to Entrepreneur Yet. For those of us, sometimes called side hustlers, trying to keep their head on straight while balancing building a business while holding down that nine to five. And I'm your host, Sasha Korobov. 
Welcome to episode three of Entrepreneur Yet, and we have got another juicy topic for you. Are you being sabotaged? Yes, this is your side hustle fairy godmother with some urgent advice. So let's just dive right in. Today, we need to talk about a hard truth in online business, which is that it can actually be really lonely. It can be a really isolating thing. So even if you're always surrounded by people, it may be hard for them to support you in ways that you really need. What am I talking about? Well, whether it's a partner or your family or your nearest and dearest in your friend circle, all of them are going to have an influence on how you operate. I think it was Jim Rohn who said, you're an average of the five people you hang out with most or something like that. So, you know, The company you keep has an effect on you and therefore is going to have an effect on your business. But how do you reconcile this? Like, your loved ones are your loved ones. Just know up front, I'm not saying you whip out your phone and block your contacts (laughs) and move out of your house that you share with your partner in the name of your business. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you may need to tweak how intermingled your businesses with your personal relationships. Some of those ties may need to be unknotted because people love you, but they maybe don't get it. So (laughs) again, they may be awesome. They may want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams and have your business utopia of everything you could have possibly wanted. But perhaps they may have absolutely no idea what you do or what it takes for you to have your business running, especially if you're side hustling. They may not get why you'd want to chuck the quote-unquote stability of a nine-to-five and do something pretty difficult and wildly different. So let's talk about how their words may be sabotaging you and your business. I know, this is controversial. Just stick with me here. In an effort to help you, first of all, some may be offering some unsolicited help (laughs) even if it's positive, right? So some helpful feedback that you might hear could be, oh, oh, how about hanging flyers in the local market? That's totally a great way to get customers. Or, oh, your Aunt Mary and her baking business, she did all this stuff. Let's just do everything she did. Or they could just always be sending you things or referring you to about 15,000 resources that you've either already looked at or have absolutely nothing to do with the work you do. Now, while these people may love you, it can sometimes be less than helpful that they've decided overnight that they're business experts and that they know more about your business than you do. So as long as this advice is more good natured and they sort of back off after a while, it's mainly harmless and you can just roll your eyes and move on. Or you can gently be like, you know what, I've actually got a handle on this and then pivot the conversation to something else, right? But then there is the more toxic feedback. And this is the particularly poisonous one that I'm really worried about and that I want to talk about today. The people who, for whatever reason, actively or passively are saying or doing things that are damaging your morale, your approaches to stuff, your self-esteem, you may have heard things like, you know, that Shark Tank guy says that if your business isn't up and running within a number of months, you should take it out back and shoot it. Or 
don't you feel bad that all of this time you're putting into this business is like taking time away from your family? Like, don't you feel bad? Or look, this was a cute idea. It was fun for a while, but maybe it's time to be a little more realistic. I mean, have you heard any of that being said? This stuff really cuts deep. And over time, we may not realize how much that will chip away at our self-esteem and our motivation and our beliefs in our business and what we bring to our business as people. So I want you to know that I get it. I know that this is hard. Something I hear so much from people in the online business world is that doing this work can make you feel like you're leading a double life, right? Like you're in your nine to five and you're trying to get your business going sort of secretly outside of that. But then you have people in your non-working life and for better or worse, they're saying things that are not helpful either. So what do you do when this happens, right? We're going to talk about two things today. One is managing your existing relationships to protect yourself. And two, get people into your life who will support what you are doing. Let's talk first about managing existing relationships. So my advice on how to handle this based on my own experience is simple, but not always easy. Little caveat there. So first, if you can stop talking about your business to these people altogether. If they bring it up, just tell them things are fine and change the subject of the conversation. Of course, if this is a parent or a best friend or a partner that is a toxic influence, it becomes a lot more difficult because their lives are pretty entangled in yours, right? You're living together, you've grown up together, whatever it is. So they may see your business as getting in the way of their time with you or, you know, their attention or they just don't get it and they get frustrated and impatient and they can grow resentful. So all of these things, not great. In that case, you may need to set up some pretty firm boundaries. So you may need to tell these people that unfortunately, you aren't getting the support that you need from them. So you're going to keep working on your business stuff, but don't feel comfortable necessarily speaking with them about the inner workings of what that looks like anymore, the details, the day-to-day, you just want to sort of compartmentalize that and keep that separate because you acknowledge that these conversations are not helpful to them, they're not helpful to you, they're bringing you down. So you have to set up a boundary and sort of advocate for yourself and just sort of keep that part a little bit separate. As an example in my own life, and as an example of how people may mean well, but say hurtful things, my mother had a successful business for decades but it was a completely different kind of business. She has definitely gotten much better over the last year or two in supporting me. But in the beginning, she was really wary of coaching as a legitimate profession and was convinced that everyone was doing it as part of some elaborate pyramid scheme. Like she used those words, pyramid scheme. Um, You know, she grew up in a different era and she didn't understand the value of what I do. And she definitely didn't mean harm, but she was trying to protect me because in any industry, there are icky people. And coaching is just something so like distant to anything that she understood that she was just, again, trying to protect me, but maybe not in the most productive way. Regardless, that hurts coming from mama, you know? I mean, I had to, from then on, just separate her harsh words from what I was actually doing because I knew the truth. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew the lifestyle that I wanted to create for myself. And 
I just had to come to terms with the fact that I needed to sift and sort of filter out some of what she was saying if I was going to remain positive and do these things. So what I did was just minimized over time how much I talked with her in detail about what I was working on because it was just so different from anything she understood. Now I just share the wins that I experience with her and that makes both of us feel better. And as a result, she's been, like I said, very supportive as of late. I will say actually, oddly enough, she recently saw an episode of Million Dollar Listing, you know, that big real estate show on Bravo, where one of the these big shot agents was getting caught up with, with a difficult transaction. And he used a life coach to remove some like mental blocks that he was having. And then he landed this big sale. And my mom watched it. And she was just amazed by it. And she's now all of a sudden a big believer in coaching. But never mind, you know, whatever it takes for her to come around, we're happy about. So thank you, Million Dollar Listing, for helping me <laughs> in that respect. Uh, so just to recap a little, for the first prong of advice on existing relationships, let the positive and friendly people encourage you and cheer you on. But maybe filter how much unsolicited business advice you let them give you just for the sake of your sanity and your patience. And for the more toxic influences, try to minimize the details you share with less than helpful people about your business. And if they're really close to you, have boundaries about how much you'll engage in specifics and hold firm to those boundaries when tested if you can. And you'll be surprised how much power you have and um, how brave you really are. So if you have someone like this in your life, I encourage you, keep plodding along hold your boundaries. So that's the first part of what we're talking about today in terms of the people in your life. But what about getting more people into your circle of influence that will help you? So if you're in this online business world, join a couple of free Facebook groups for budding entrepreneurs. There are loads out there. One of the best ones that I've seen is called Uncaged Lifers, and it's run by Becca Tracy from Uncage Your Business. Don't know if you've heard about her. She is awesome. There are over 10,000 people in there, and they're always asking questions and sharing information and just venting. It's a great space. It's free to join, and there's far less of the shameless, icky self-promotion that you'll see in a lot of these groups. And oh my God, that is a topic for another day, but like, please don't do that. Please don't be icky and just shamelessly self-promotional in Facebook groups. Um, regardless, that group, the Uncaged Lifers, I will link in the show notes. It's a great one. Give it a whirl. You can find groups that are specific to health coaching or web design or mindset work, whatever your specialty is in the Facebook world. There are tons, like I said. Make sure you find a few that fit with your vibe and energy, you know, because if the mood in the group is not great, doesn't really like, you know, resonate with you, you're not going to find success with those people. So like I said, there are loads and loads of groups, look at ones which fit and join a couple. Once you're in there, throw up a post, tell people a little bit about you and your business, and that you need some support and you would like to start a little sort of accountability buddy group. Now be prepared, because hopefully, and in my experience, this is the case, you'll probably get people saying yes, which is awesome. But it's a kind of scary thing because you're introducing yourself to new folks and taking a step to level up in your business. And that's scary. I acknowledge that. But I promise you won't be sorry. Propose in your post that you would like to form this little accountability group on Zoom or Skype to meet 
monthly or every other week, whatever's going to work for you in, in order to just support each other, share information, or like I said, accountability. And this is a big one. For accountability, I want to share kind of a weird sounding but actually awesome tip with you. So once you have a group of like-minded business owner pals, one of my favorite things that I've done in the past is actually arrange to have a Zoom or Skype date with people just to work. And how this works is you schedule the time, you're on the call, but you sit silently on the open line with them with the mutual pledge of getting things done. So have you been stalling with writing your email welcome sequence? Maybe you've been digging your heels in on getting that freebie or the opt-in, the downloadable, whatever it is. Have you really been not writing that sales page? Have you not been doing that web copy? All of these things that sort of have been looming in the background that you know you need to do that you just haven't been able to knock out of the park yet. Get on a scheduled working call with a business owner buddy and commit to just sitting on that open line with them for the purposes of knocking out those tasks while having a supportive person doing the same thing on the other end. Or if you get stuck while you're working, you can say, hey, person on the phone line, Sally, whoever, I'm stuck. Can we talk about, you know, can we talk about this? Can we talk things through for a minute? And just get rid of the excuse that you've been giving yourself to not get things done. Because getting stuck should never mean that you stop. And having a buddy there helps make sure that you can get unstuck and not stop. So I talked a little in episode two about how discipline is harder as an entrepreneur because you're just relying on yourself, really. It's just little old you out there in the wilderness. And the little hack about having the accountability partner to do work in real time is just a little hack to squash the hesitation and get on track and get things done. And as a bonus for all of this stuff, for these buddies, for these groups, through the groups that I've been in, I've made some really amazing friends that I still talk to all the time. I have my own little group that I have going and we meet monthly and we talk about all these things. We talk about what's come up and some of our wins and it's just a space for you and your business. You don't have to worry about watering down how you talk about it with people. You don't have to worry about answering people's questions when they don't quite get it because they're not really interested. It's just a cathartic and healthy space for you. So highly recommended. So like I said in the beginning, you're not banning or blocking any loved ones. You're just bringing more people into your circle with this approach who know what you do, get where you're coming from, and can share some of the laughs, tears, and wins of which there will be lots of it, all of it, laughs, tears, and wins. So I'm curious, have those of you out there formed these buddy groups? Have they been awesome? Have they just been awful and flopped and you had to go form new ones? And I say this because please tell me that you formed a new one instead of just giving up. Come on now. (laughs) Let me know. Follow me on Instagram at sashakorobovbiz and tell me what your experience has been like. And I'll link that in the show notes too. So this is such a juicy topic. And I know we're just scratching the surface of the iceberg here. But that's all the time we have for today. So until next time, thanks for dropping by on the Entrepreneur Yet podcast and take care.